0: Reggie Gold. Yeah, this is Reggie Gold, <clears throat> um, another one of the greats, unfortunately who passed on several years ago. Um, uh, I was at that lecture um, back. This is in Strasburg, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know if you know Jim DeBell. That was Jim DeBell on that as well, uh, who started New Beginnings. So um, this was th- one of my favorite, like all-time you know, lectures back in the mid '90s. Um, and Reggie was so on fire. And, and I wanted to talk to you, because we kind of mentioned this somewhat in lab this week, but I really want to talk to you about adjustments and in your, in your skill and your ability in adjusting, because I think it's a, it's a very valid point that you guys need to, to understand. <coughs> and it was a real big thing with Reggie, too. <coughs> he was very into teaching uh, specific chiropractic, you know, gentle specific chiropractic care. Um... And uh, and by the way, if you really enjoy his stuff, there's really not a whole lot of it um, online, but his wife, uh, Irene Gold, who you take a lot of board classes through, um, still has maintained his website, uh, and you can get CDs uh, of Reggie's uh, stuff. I have everything on audio tapes. I need to update them to CDs. Um, But he's just fabulous. He's got like a philosophy uh, uh, collection and a uh, practical collection that are just totally amazing. but anyway, so I want to just talk to you about two different patients that I think is a great illustrative point about what he was talking about, about why this, what we do is so important. The first one, uh, <clears throat> her name is, is Jane. And Jane started coming to me when I first started, when I opened up my office here in, the, in Atlanta. It was 2001. So she came in late 2001. So she's been adjusted now for 15-something years. Um, and her chief complaint was back pain. And guess what her chief complaint is now? Back pain. So she's still coming. <coughs> Even though she still has back pain, she's still coming. Why is she still coming? Because that's not why she's coming. You get that? Right? That might be why she came into my office. But that's not why she's continuing to come for 15 years. You know. Although clearly it has been it's better than it was, but she still has the basically the same pain that she had fifteen years ago. But she's coming for something more than this that. She's coming because she's getting subluxation care, right? She gets why she is in the office, right? That's why she is, you know, there. That's why she's referred her kids to other chiropractors. Her kids live around the country, her kids are all. Everybody's going to chiropractors in her family all around the country because she gets it, right? The chiropractor. Here's the thing: if all chiropractic was was me doing Come here, junior. If all chiropractic was, was me doing this to someone, anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. Symptom care is anybody's game. You can go right now to the Circle K up the road and pick up some goodies back pain powder or some Aleve, and now you will have pain management, right? I am not into pain management. I am into lifestyle transformation. That's what I want. I want to see kids and adults and pregnant women's lives change. And if all I'm going to do is crack some bones, and I do it non-specifically and aggressively, that's not going to be what people want in the long term. In the long term. Because Reggie said, one of my favorite quotes he ever said, is you're far better off without a subluxation than you are with one. That's why people get adjusted. You are far better off without a subluxation than you are with one. Right? I am not in any insurance companies. I am not participating in anything. And Aetna and Cigna and United and Blue are constantly courting me. Constantly asking it to be for me to join their programs. But why won't I join their plans? Because I can't do what I want to do if I'm in their plan. Do you think that I'm going to be able to say uh, on a Cigna uh, healthcare form, you think I'll be able to say that I'm adjusting subluxations of this one week old baby? No. no everything. I would, you know what I'd have to do? If I was in their plan is I'd have to tie everything to some sort of musculoskeletal problem. And I won't do it. You could do it. And there are plenty of people who do do it. I won't do it. Not saying that somebody does do it is wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But I will not do it. I refuse to do it because it's not my game. My game isn't to create a manifestation of something that not happening. What am do I doing? Say so the little one-month-old baby has got radiculitis or something, you know, myalgia, you know, muscle spasms. I come up with some ridiculous diagnosis. All I do is subluxation. There's nothing else I do. I'm a subluxation-based chiropractor. That's all I do is subluxation. I will not do anything else. So another patient comes into me. Yes, it's very much like he was just talking about. Another patient. He's been adjusted four times. He's like, "Gosh, doc, you know, I I I wanted to see what happened, so I didn't take my leave yesterday." which I've been taking like every day for like three or four months, and the pain was really, really bad. So like, what, what you're doing, like, I don't feel like it's helping. So what was my answer to him? Yeah, hmm. i I'm sorry. <laughs> What was my answer? You better, you better practice this, guys. This is going to be a question in your face, and you better practice this. It's still not better. Right? It's still not better. Well, do you, my, my, old, my fallback position is always, do you remember the x-rays? Yeah. Remember the crazy degeneration you had in your lower back? Yeah. I said, that's like a long time coming. Right? It took a long time to get there, so it took a long time to undo. So we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. So what, should I keep taking a leave? Oh. That's up to you. Right? That's up to you and your doctor. You talk to them about that. I don't discuss that. Well, what would you do? I get adjusted more. You know? that's my answer. I get adjusted more. If Something ain't right. I get adjusted more. You know, not to say that there's not crisis or emergencies that you need. You know, certain. You know, different interventions. But for the most part, I try to steer away from any intervention except for chiropractic. Right. So, so what's the point? The point of this is that we have something very, very, very beautiful that we have to. We had We've had to dumb down over the years. To join and participate with insurance, right? So here's another example. So uh, one of my patients got into a car accident, and uh, the car, and it took about four months that she was back to what I would call pre-injury status. And uh, so I send the bills to her lawyer, and then her lawyer calls me up and says, "Guess what? No, well, not, they're not going to pay. Take a discount." Well, I'm sure that's going to come. take a discount. Probably <laughs> that's probably true. But before they said take a discount, this is what he said to me. He said, your bills are too Small. low. Your bills are too low. I'm like, so? Well, we're not going to get enough money out of the case with this kind of stuff. Yeah? Well, you need to do something about that. I'm like, like what? And he said, well, you need to like add something to the bill. Like add what? (laughs) You know, she's she's done with this part of her care. She's she's not maintenance care now, but she's not. But now that that PI says I can't add. Well, of course you can add stuff. Like what? He said, well, what about an office visit? You know, you're charging for the adjustment, but you're not charging for the office visit. A lot of people charge for office visits. Like what do you mean? And he said, well, you know, you can take your, you know, your nine or M whatever code, and now you can you can have your your nine eight nine four one and an office visit. Because you had to examine them first. You, know, you did some sort of analysis before you adjusted them, right? I'm like, well, yeah. And he said, well, then why don't you charge you for that? I said, well, that's part of the 98941. He said, well, I, I know that, but you could do this. You could double your bill. I'm like, no, thank you. And this is what he said to me. He said, don't you want to make more money? And I said, well, yes, I want to make more money, but that's not the way I want to make it. Right? I'm not interested in that. He said, I do not understand this. He was getting my argumentative with me. I don't get this. I'm telling you that if you change, if you double your bill and add a couple other things, then we can get thousands. And then so you get more money because I'm going to get part. She's going to get part. You're going to get part. So then everybody's going to win. I said, I don't play that. I'm sorry. I don't. And he said, I will never send you another PI case again. I said, I did not. You did not send this to me. This is my patient. She found you somehow. Don't worry. Like I ain't prefer anybody. You, you don't refer me. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm, I, don't chase PI stuff. Not that it's bad or wrong. Once again, we need PI, you know, chiropractors. It's just not my thing, right? It's just not my thing. So, he wanted me to essentially lie just to get more money, but I won't do it, right? And that's what this is all about. This is all about the principle, right? B.J. Palmer said, "The principled men are the principled men." The principal men are the principal men. We have to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. And I'm so tired of hearing about people doing all kinds of crazy things and getting away with it and eventually getting caught and then we look like morons. You crazy chiropractors, you know. I went to this one chiropractor, this patient a couple weeks ago. I went to this one chiropractor and holy cow, you know, this guy said he was going to Bill me this, and then the insurance company did this, and then I got this walloping thousands of dollar bills. Like, like I, I kept on, t- I, I felt like, I like, asked a lawyer, okay, I see families, all right? So if I saw a, a, fo- a family, you're telling me I, I, my bill should be $300 a visit. That's what he said, you should do uh, This is what most of my guy to do. They charge $300 or more per visit. I'm like, what in earth are they doing for $300 a visit? Like, how long does it take to go right? So $300 visit, so, so, okay, so a family of four comes in my office. And I would say this. It's 1,200 visits. Is that okay? How many people are doing that? Right? That's why they don't see families. Right? That's why they don't see the little kids and the pregnant women. Right? That's what I want to see. I hope if you're in this class, that's what you want to see. But we have to think about why we're doing it. We have to think about who we're doing it for. Right? I'm not doing it to make noise. Right? This isn't... It's not about making pops... Right? We're all such crack addicts in this profession. Right? But I'm so tired of people saying, oh, well, oh, that didn't go. What do you mean it didn't go? Right? It means it didn't hear noise. That doesn't mean it wasn't a good adjustment. It could have been an amazing adjustment. You could have changed that person's life without making a single noise, ever, in that spine. Right? So yeah, I know that, that, like we talked about in lab, that the noise is fun and it's very gratifying, especially at this age. You know that you guys are all newbies. You know in this kind of thing, um, not that in any way like belittle you, but you guys are just beginners, right? So as a beginner, that noise is very gratifying, right? But I'm telling you, if that noise is the only thing that predicates if it's a good adjustment or not, then half of all chiropractors on the planet who are not practicing a osseous, you know, cavitation-based uh, adjustment thing will not experience what you're experiencing, right? So that's not true. Because all chiropractic works; it doesn't make a difference what you do. You know how many people saw Danny Knowles today? Wow! You you should have seen Danny Knowles today. Danny Knowles he's the founder. He's the, the uh, brother-in-law of the founder of, of Network Chiropractic. He was brilliant today, and he talked. Uh, he had a great talk, and his big thing was we we're all so into like this technique and that technique and this this you know. Our group and that group and it's all these verses, right? Everybody's against the everybody. Why can't we all be just doing this together, right? So to disactivate oh, a network, you know, activator, just stop it, stop it, and understand that we're all doing this for the same reason, right? What's the ultimate goal? reduce self Well, ultimately, is to make people better, right? It's to make people as strong and as healthy as we possibly can. That's the ultimate goal. And that's what I have to think about. So I think about Jane. And Jane's been coming for years, every single week, once a week, every single week, for years. And she still has the exact same issue that she had 15 years ago. But she's coming because she knows that her life is better than it was without chiropractic. And that's ultimately what we sell. And insurance companies won't pay for that. Insurance companies are there to pay for symptom care. So if you're going to get involved with insurance companies, which is totally fine, if you're going to get involved with insurance companies, it's symptom care only. That's it. There's nothing else that they're going to pay for. Don't expect them to pay for maintenance. Don't argue for maintenance. Just understand that's what it's going to be. And understand that if you are in network, you'll have to play by their rules. So if their rules, like uh, the Cigna rules, says you cannot adjust for the 60 people in a day, That would be a problem, right? How how would a lot of us operate if that was the truth? And I know a lot of chiropractors who are in these networks that are seeing more than 60 people a day, and if someone's ever found out, it's going to be a problem because they're going against the rules, and they could ask for refunds. You are are not following my rules? Give me my money back. It's not worth it. I don't want to play that game. I don't even want to be a part of that game. It is not worth it. Because insurance is going down anyway. Almost everybody's got all these crazy high deductibles anyway. So I don't even want to be a part of it. (coughs) Because to me, chiropractic at its purest is when it's just me and the patient. And that patient pays me directly, and there's no middleman. Right? There's nobody else responsible. Because I'm not doing it for the symptoms, right? If they're coming here just for symptoms, then they're going to be gone anyway. But if they're coming in for the real reason, the real reason the chiropractic, then what they're there for, they, they're going to get, and they're going to pay for it out of their own pocket, and they're going to like it, right? They're going to be happy to pay that bill. They're going to be happy to, to pay that credit card because they want that care. <clears throat> and that's what I want to express to you guys, is as you guys are getting closer and closer to graduation, these are the kind of things you've got to think about. You know, once you graduate and you're, you're in your own practice or you, you buy some to practice, you're going to have to think about these kind of things. You know, One of my former interns was looking into buying a practice and the, the other chiropractor was like in all these different networks and she didn't want to do that. And that was a big challenge. She decided against doing that, just opened up her own office. Because she said, I do not want to play that game and have to be credentialed by all these things and then have this watchful eye looking over me like this, waiting for me to make a mistake. I don't want that game. Right? Because they're in it for one reason and we're in it for something else. Not that taking insurance is wrong. So I take about 20% of my patients are insurance or PI, but there's all out of network stuff. And I just send them subluxation. Right? That's all they need to see is subluxation. Right? Whatever they pay, they pay. Whatever they don't, they don't. I don't really care. So I want you to really think about that because your future and the, and the profession's future rides on. What's gonna happen in the next couple of years with you guys coming out. Right? Because you guys are gonna be the change makers. Right? There's a big bubble of all the Life University people entering into the field. You guys are gonna be the change makers. Right? The field is already saturated with the people who are stuck in saying, this is my chiropractic, and I'm just gonna do it like this just so I can make as much money as I can, and that's it. But we have to think about like what Th- like Daniel also talked about, which is we have to form like a tribe. Right? We need to form a tribe, especially the pediatric people. We need to form a tribe and do this together, because like Reggie <clears throat> was talking about, like he spoke to this auditorium, and there was, if you could have sit 500 people, and there was only like 200 people there, and half of them were chiropractors, the other half were were our patients. But shouldn't we be? Able, uh, why aren't we filling up stadiums? I don't get it. Right? Because what we got is amazing. So if what we got is so amazing, then we have to go out there and tell people all about it and have them pay for it, right? Because when they pay for it, they feel better about it, right? They're gonna, because it's, they're, they're part of that process. So we need to kind of think about this kind of stuff and make these kind of plans before you graduate. And don't just say when you are graduate, oh, what should I do now, right? Think about this. Make this part of your conversation before you graduate so that when you are out there in whatever practice you decide to, to go into and be into, that you are out there 110% ready to serve the people, right? That all this other stuff is behind you. Not just graduation, but all the other, like, how am I going to take payment? And who am I going to participate with? All that kind of stuff is behind you. So that you can just focus on the one thing that really needs to be focused on, and that's the people right in front of you. That's the the thing that needs to be focused on. All right? (laughs) All right?